Hello everyone, Sarah Bierman here, business agility coach for Agile Dad, and it's time for today's episode of The Daily Stand-Up. Let's get started. Recently, Leah and I talked about how important user stories are for the success of a project. Yesterday, he talked about the right way to write a user story, and the first thing he mentioned is identifying the target persona or audience. I'm going to harp on that point a bit more because I feel like many organizations either skip this step or do it poorly. For example, I often see user stories that simply say, as a user, which doesn't tell anyone details about that user that could be beneficial in solving their need or problem. I also see user stories with, as a product owner, which is also likely not helpful unless the function or feature is actually being used by that product owner in the application. The actor should not be the person requesting the requirement. The actor or persona in the user story should be the end user that is benefiting from the work being requested. Another mistake I see in user stories that makes me cringe and I have to mention is as a system. The system is not who is benefiting from this work. The system is not using the application. The system is what, and it's very vague at that. Systems should not be personas, and if your user stories are being written that way, you are likely not making much progress in your development. As Lee mentioned, you need to ask yourself some questions about the persona or end user to identify them and clearly understand their needs. Are they internal or external? Do they work at the company as an administrator, or are they just someone trying to get information to do their job? At one of my past projects, we named a persona Joe on the third floor, which signified anyone internal that needed some general information and access to the internal application just to learn about our products. It may sound silly, but this persona was referenced for years after we created it, and is probably still being used even after I have left that company. For external users, are they looking for customer service, or do they want to buy something, or do they just need information? Depending on the epic or feature being developed, the target audience for that user story could be one or multiple personas, and they should all be considered. It's one of my favorite activities with stakeholders to create and discuss different personas for an application. Some people can get very creative and have fun with this, giving them names, drawing pictures, and even having an elaborate backstory for the end user that gives context and meaning to their needs. Here are some of the questions that I typically ask. What are their main goals or challenges? Are they trying to do something specific or are they trying to find something? What do they value? Maybe it's their time or maybe it's the experience. What other applications are they using that could benefit from integrations or single sign-on perhaps? What manual work are they doing that could be automated in the application? While this may seem like an exhaustive and tedious activity, if you create a persona map for your application once, you can review it a couple times a year and have it as a reference for both business and development teams for all your user stories. Some applications such as e-commerce and customer service may already have standard persona templates that you can find online as a starting point, and then you can customize for your own company needs. 
Again, the question that you should always be asking yourself, who is it all for? Happy Wednesday. I hope you can use this episode to help you improve your user stories and encourage your team to create a persona map or matrix. Remember to stay focused, keep it simple, and you will be successful.